Perspective on Business podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Laura. We are sisters and business partners. As we also run a recruitment business with a twist together. Wonderful. So, Laws, what can you expect from our show? So much stuff, Em. Advice, tips and wisdom on business and recruitment with some life hacks thrown in for good measure and a lot of laughs. Oh, yeah. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome back to A Fresh Perspective on Business podcast. With Emily and Laura Leyland. Hello, 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 hello. This is episode 144 and it's all about the mega milestones. What's a mega milestone? I like saying it. It's a milestone. Is it a good title? That is mega. Yeah. Mainly because um, last week it was, it's your birthday and we won't cry if we want oh, no. to. So it's freshies, it's your birthday, gonna party like it's your birthday, gonna sip a card like it's your birthday. And you don't mean it, but they can take a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was our seventh birthday Woo! last week. Seven is my lucky number. Seven. 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 Yeah. I was we, born on the seventh day. Yeah. And we were seven so, on the 4th of May. May the 4th be with you. On your seventh birthday. Seventh birthday. <laughs> seven. So it's a big milestone. So your business birthdays is always a big one. So that's prompted and, and inspired today's podcast topic. Yes, absolutely. So today's podcast is all about those all important business milestones. And it's not just about your birthdays. We'll obviously talk about other milestones that are really important in your business. But we believe that you should celebrate everything. Because what is the point in being a humbug about stuff when you can just eat cake and just be merry and all get together and have that community spirit for the good shit that's happening? Before we go any further, what is the episode number in Spanish? Remember, I might be testing you. My eyes are hurting. Episodio numero 144. Do you deliberately speak fast because it's Spanish? Because it's fast, that, that's fast. Episodio numero 144. Yeah, that's slower. Um, but they speak fast, don't they? Yeah. Hmm, Do know. you think other people in other countries think that we speak slow? Not me and you. No, no, actually, no one ever says that we speak slow. No, people Our dad frequently says we speak fast. Um, but yeah, because like when you hear like the Chinese language for it, like Mandarin and stuff like that, they just sound like they're just literally just but blitzing you know, through it. I think it sounds faster because you don't understand the words, so there's no segregation. There's of the no words. gaps, yeah. Because when we talk like this, there's no gaps. There but is no gaps. People right. understand the words, so they know where the separation is. Whereas because so you don't understand Chinese, it just sounds like one constant noise, really. Because yeah. people don't pause in between each word. Yeah, okay. And so if you know the words, you'll understand it. That's what... So I think it... I do think it is faster than English, but I think as well it seems super fast because we don't understand it. Yeah, super fast. Mm. Yeah, okay. Super fast and mega milestones. So what the fuck have you been up to? What's been going on? Oh, another I, bank holiday. What the hell? Oh my God, there's so many. We're hardly in work. I know. We've no time to do sales. Please come work with us. <laughs> <laughs> we're too busy. Yeah, we're too busy to go and find you. So if you need help with recruitment, please to message us. us. Yeah. Yes. So we do a lot of good stuff in recruitment. So much good stuff. So much good stuff. So, yeah, you know where we are. You know the drill. Yes. Get in touch with us. And HR. We do HR now. We do HR now, yeah. Anyway, that's not what I've been up to. I mean, it is, but I've been camping. Have you? In Cornwall. Oh. 
I've never been. Oh, baby. It's this, I, I've been before, but I don't think I realise how many beaches there are. Right, Like, okay. there's, it, there's so many. Nice. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Then, like you were on holiday. Oh, no. Well, last day we were talking to the owner of the campsite, which is a shame it was our last day we were going. But he said, if you t- and for some reason, we forgot to take our paddleboard. Oh, no. But um, it was a bit chilly, so I'm not too fussed. But next time we'll take it if we go when it's warmer. And uh, he said, on some of the beaches... Um, specifically, it was about, we were 15 minutes walk away from a lovely beach, and he said if you take your paddleboard and you paddle round the corner of the cove, there you, you find other beaches that you can't get to on, on foot, foot or right, by okay. car. Um, and then, then this other woman was saying, yeah, there's like um like this pool that you can swim in, and and it oh, just yeah. it's unbelievable. I can't believe how many be- beaches there were, and there are most of them are really nice. Oh, it sounds amazing. So, like, it's just the driving it that's just absolutely monumentous yeah i think with the stops it takes seven hours oh but we stop every an hour and a half two hours especially if we've got the dogs yeah and yeah. obviously i need a wee yeah and coffee yeah so it breaks it up whereas if you're on a seven hour flight you can't you're not breaking it up so no definitely not and, and obviously you can't get up and keep walking around the car like you can a plane so i got sore knees on the it's way a different back which experience. is weird well babe you're getting on a bit now you know knee yeah. but you are doing this marathon training yes yeah, so, it's so maybe well. yeah your knees are probably like oh please stop bending us well, it was so good you're gonna have to take billy's campsite well i've just had an idea based on what you've said about the car why don't you take billy for the journey and obviously we'll camp with her when we get there, but you can do... Or maybe we just split it up. You know, like we just swap at the services. We swap the baby. Yeah, because if a few of us went, then... We just put her in different cars. Yeah. Yeah, and then she can be entertained in different ways. Absolutely. Hopefully she's sleeping when she's in our car. Yeah, because we would love to go, but yeah, it's just it would just it was be really, challenging. It was with a, a lovely campsite, like the best campsite I've ever been to. The facilities oh, yeah. were absolutely gorgeous, um, and like it, it was really nice. And then they had a bar and like an outside area for eating, and they did food oh, yeah. and stuff. But they had um, a petting zoo, so they had <gasps> uh, alpacas, um, oriental geese. What are oriental geese? Just fancy geese. Fancy yeah. in what way? Like they had fancy beaks. And they made a weird noise. Oh, and they had fancy ducks, but I don't know what kind they were. Rabbits, guinea pigs, goats, pigs. And if you're honest, in one pen ponies. together, just mooching around. So the pigs separate. are in a big pen, yeah. just mooching around. And they're really friendly. So they come to the fence and they like snuffling you and let and and you touch the scratch. Pigs? You can touch all the animals. Oh. And then there's ponies separate. And then the guinea pigs and the rabbits are together. The geese and the ducks are together. The chickens are separate. Um, you've got goats there's oh, like two yeah. kinds of goats and then the alpaca is just in the middle of the whole thing just mooching around on hills oh I love this <laughs> I love petting zoos I absolutely love touching the animals and feeding them it's ace yeah oh this sounds and mint. you can book pony rides for the children and you can get, get feed, there's bags of feed on the on the bar that you just take and go and feed the animals oh my god animals. can we go oh, back it was so nice it was um, I was a bit tired because children get up early yeah yeah and yeah. so you've got nature as well waking yeah. You up, so I didn't have much sleep. How much is it? It was £110 for four nights. I do think it's a well, lot. That for might be more staying expen- in your own facility, well, but that I might understand. Be more expensive for us because we had the electric hook up because we had the van. Yeah. So if you were just camping in a tent, it you probably wouldn't would, need it, would it, be would cheap. You? Well, you wouldn't be in the electric hookup bit, you'd just be in the camping bit. Yeah. Um, which is literally across the park. What is it like? 30, it's like 30 quid a night though, isn't it? Yeah, so without it's the electric hookup, you probably... And there's like drinking water points everywhere. The facilities are really nice. Oh, it was... Beautiful. I thought it'd be more, because like, we're going to go camping in, in soon. And um, 
And I'm sure that's like 35 quid a night. And that's up like in the lakes. And I thought it'd be much more expensive in Cornwall. Because I would, I don't mind paying a bit more for nice facilities. Oh, my God, yeah. You like know what nice, it is? They're always cleaning yeah. every day. They're always really clean. Um, there was loads. You never had to queue for the toilet or the shower. Yeah. It, it makes just, a difference, though, doesn't yeah. it? You'd, you'd rather pay an extra 10 quid a night. It's like when we go on holiday, we always get a suitcase. Because what's the point in trying to cram? We hate buying those little travel-sized things. Because you just have to go and buy more stuff. shite. Yeah. And it's like we just pay a bit more money. 40 quid for the sake and of it 40 just, quid. Yeah, it just makes our life a lot easier. And I know it does make it more expensive. But I can't be bothered getting everything Conven- into... Well, it's convenience. Yeah. Convenience wins. Yeah. Oh, definitely. When you've got a kid, it needs to be convenient. I'm not ramming it into a, a small suitcase. Definitely not. What, the baby? <laughs> She's not going in one, absolutely not. There was a van next to us that was there for a couple of nights. They had a newborn and a toddler. Um, oh, did they seem all right? Yeah. <laughs> they were okay, seemed happy. Did they? Yeah, yeah this is good, because they're outside in nature. I'm always much happier when I'm outside in nature. Yeah. And he was, he was chasing, I mean, it was a bit annoying at times, because he was chasing, chasing them around, and it was, they were really noisy. <laughs> but then when we were walking off, and he was like, oh, hi, guys, and the little boy must have been like one or two, and he went, hi, guys. <laughs> oh. This is well cute. No, and then the beaches were really nice, and it was just there's so much to do. And then we went to St. Ives, and it was absolutely beautiful. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely go. Well, we need to go. You need to go again. Will you go again? Yes. This year. Yes. Need to figure out when. Okay. Well, let's do it. What else have we been doing? We've hired a fecking PA. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I tell you what, our lives are going to change as of next week. She is called Ashley and she is amazing. She is amazing. It's been really, really hard making our PA decision. Um, we've had two amazing... Well, we've had a lot of amazing candidates, but we narrowed it down to two, which was really challenging because we've had a lot of women. Um, it's all been women this time who've, who've come forward. Um, but we've had a lot of really, really amazing women and it's been really hard to whittle it down. Um, but we got there in the end and um, and it's been mint on it. It's been a really good process if you're looking for a PA please get in touch with us it's going to change your life for the better and we love finding PAs so it's definitely something that you should do and now from our own experience we have a good trial that you can do um, when you want to decide between your last two candidates get them in for a few hours and we've got some task PA tasks oh PA yeah we've got some yes absolutely on apt PA tasks yes definitely it was man Tom's anniversary on the 8th of May Oh, happy anniversary. Three years. Mega milestone. Mega milestone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's strange that it's all been three years. I know, so much has happened in such a short space of time. We've got an announcement today. We're not going to make it yet, so... Yeah, we will do at if some If you want to send your guesses to Vicky Taylor on LinkedIn... <laughs> what you can Emily's do. announcement could be... Yeah, I'm not ready to get to make it just yet, but... um. But yeah, we really sealed that deal with the 8th of May. I mean, literally, what we've got through in um, in three years is, is quite a substantial, oh my God, you're really. so efficient. We are so very efficient. Very productive people. Yeah. God, yeah. Very, very productive. But we um, we went to Dishoom. <gasps> oh, in Manchester. In Manchester. Manchester. <laughs> Manchester. Yeah, and that was really nice. Really, really nice. And then we went to um, the comedy store. We're at the beer keller, which I was a bit like, I mean, the beer keller is not somewhere that I would like to go. I'm not a massive fan of the print works, really. Um, but it was actually really good. It was a bit more of a chilled vibe, which was quite nice. 
and it was nice to just do something because I thought, we're not going to do anything. You offered to have Billy and I thought, what are we doing? We need to go out and, and have a nice time together. And so we did and then we went to watch a bit of um, live music as well. Oh, lovely. And it was dead night. We needed it. Because yeah. Just, yeah, being parents and running a business and being tired all the time means that your relationship is absolutely not your priority well, in any way, last, shape or form. doesn't it? Which it yeah. shouldn't, but... You, Where'd you fit it in? Exactly. Where'd yeah. you fit it in unless Auntie Laura looks after Billy? Exactly. <laughs> Because she is awesome. Yeah, she is. Both she Billy is. and Auntie Laura. Yes, <laughs> definitely. The two together are, honestly, they're just wonderful. We are a force. I'm going to get her a yellow T-shirt. Oh, yeah. And you can just be sunshine together. Yeah. yeah this Little sunbeams. Oh, my God. I don't know why this popped into my head. I think, <laughs> oh, we went past Worc- Worcestershire. Oh, I can't say it. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. And there's a, I don't know if you've seen it. I'll have to show you. It's a t- TikTok or an Instagram reel where this woman's going, um, oh, my God, let's use this Roy Sistershire sauce. Are they American? Yeah. <laughs> Worcestershire well, sauce. guy's on it and he's like, I beg your pardon, <laughs> who's sister? He's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. We drove past it. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Roy Sistershire <laughs> sauce. You could just say it. Royce to Cherie sauce. Royce to Cherie. I hate social media until stuff like this happens. I forgot. And then I'm like, do you know what? It's all right. I didn't know that you deleted Instagram. I'm sending you yeah. loads of reels. Have you? Babe, I d- yeah. I feel like, oh, it just pisses me off. Let me like, see. I love LinkedIn, but it makes me... LinkedIn is, like, about business, so I feel like I don't... You know, there's not loads of people, like, pretending to be the best mum in the world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, pretending to be the thinnest person in the world. I, I, what I hate about Instagram is this whole, like, we just depict our perfect life. And I just, I just hate the fakery of it. So I deleted it. And I do feel like my life's been significantly better since deleting it. But I, I do miss Laura's videos. I'm just oh, gonna I show think I might have I can show you them. I want to see if I've sent it to you so you can Hey, you can just look at the archive of the, the, the thingies. I would chat that. I haven't read. Mm, no, mm. I can't see it. Oh, man. But I have found this one that's funny. Is it because I'm not there anymore so you can't see it in it the just chat? Instagram user. <laughs> spelling the word Nutella and then it sounds like his dad goes what's the word he's like peanut butter (laughs) (laughs) which is amazing right we're 14 minutes in but we need to tell you about the Bieber judging which was extremely extreme chaotic so we weren't expecting it we went to do a training course for judges because we are being judges this year again the inside track yeah, I mean, I on. thought I was judging family business, wrote a quote about that. Whilst we were in the training, I was sat on the employer of the year table and started writing questions about family business. <laughs> and then I went, I should be in family business. <laughs> to the other people on the table, and they were like, well, why's your name on this list, bitch? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Why you not want to hang with what us? What is wrong with me? But I sent a quote, because they asked us some quotes, didn't they? The, uh, is it the North West Chamber? Yeah, North yeah, yeah, North and West. Like. North and West. And they asked us for a quote about, um, you know, what we're looking for in the judges. And obviously Laura wrote hers about the category that she was judging, which is scale And I wrote mine about family. I'm like, we are a family business. And I am looking for this. And I'm not even in that. And they used it. They just loved your quote, babe. <laughs> 
Oh, God. But, you know, once I'd got over the um, the mistake, it was all right. But, God, it was so, like, it, it, was, it was like we were cattle in that room. Mm. It was just really nuts and very, very intense. Very, very intense. And then when we've looked, I mean, we love, we love the awards. But it is, I don't know, I feel like... I'm excited, but it's just the same companies, isn't it? Over and over again. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, amazing that these companies are doing so well, but it would be really nice. Obviously, we've seen who the finalists are in our categories, and obviously we can access the other stuff because all the finalists have been told, um, and then it'll be, like, shortlisted interviews, that kind of thing. And and they say, like, you know, it's really fair, it's different every year. Um, obviously, we get new businesses, but it's not, it's the same businesses. And that just kind of makes me a bit like, it doesn't give me massive, as much as I'm, like, all for it, to go for it again. Because I just feel oh. like it's just it's just similar. I just feel like we need to, I don't know. It'd be really nice to see some fresh blood. I would like to know who decides who the people coming to the interviews are, like, out of all the applications. Who's actually reviewing the, the initial application? The Red, Red Rose Awards, it's this one company that review all the applications. Oh, and is it? Who's the one who company? Gets through. I can't remember. Who are they? Like I wrote it down, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Is this like an examining, you know, like when no. they are examining boards? No. Is it like that? I can't remember what we uh, the name gives it away, but I can't remember what the name is. So I don't know who it is for the Beavers. I don't know if it's the if it's the actual chamber or if they have an external company that does yeah. it. So I'm wondering if it's the same company every year. Then it makes sense that they like I really like, like these, these businesses. businesses. Yeah. Whereas I feel like maybe it should be different. Because there's company. so many businesses in the Northwest. Like literally, there's. Li well, if you look at how many applications so they get, how is it always? It's not always not all the same, but a lot of the same ones from last year seem to have made it through without giving the game away. We're not allowed to do that. Yeah, no, definitely not. It'd just be really nice, like, like to see more people going through. But I get it. If you've already got through before, you know what they're looking for, and so obviously your application's going to do better. But ultimately, you might get someone who's not as not as good at writing an application, but they're absolutely shiz hot at interviewing. And so it really would be nice to see more people. So if you know if you're not applying because you didn't get through, do it. It'd, do it. It'd be lovely to see more people getting involved because um, we've never won a Bieber. Uh, it's really sad. We never run a red rose either. We will though. We will though. We will. We will. That'll be one of our mega milestones. Because we're fierce <laughs> and still sizzling from last week. We are empowered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we um, are. But it, it fits in, doesn't it? The award. Like, I suppose it's not a mile. Is it a milestone? Oh my god, winning a winning yeah. one is winning yeah. one is definitely a milestone. We would be talking. We would be talking about it for a long time. Last time we won an award was a while ago, November. Oh, that was Hive, yeah. God, I forgot. I mean, don't, clearly I don't deserve one. I'm I don't know why, because I was thinking of employer. I was thinking the last time we won that, which is a long time ago. But yeah, we did. We won fecking scale up in the Hive Awards. 2022. And we got second in the Beavers last year. Yeah, what's so yeah, next okay. stop, winning. Yeah, highly commended. Yeah. In resilience after COVID, which was, you know... Pretty fecking good. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, Leisure and Tourism Business won, which, you know... We didn't have a worse story than they did. No. No, although it felt at the time. Yes. It felt really hard. Yes, it did. <laughs> it did, but we survived. I think we are more resilient away from COVID as well, because we've been through all the stuff yeah. um, that's not related to COVID, which is, makes us resilient. But it's not a category anymore, because they're only putting resilience in relation to COVID, whereas I think it should be a category oh my every God, year. 100%. And, and then the stories would be different, because it wouldn't be about how you're impacted by COVID and what you did to overcome it. Yeah. It would be like, what is, what is 
challenged you and how have you overcome it and and I feel like the applications would be more interesting because they'd all have a different mm. challenge that they've overcome it wouldn't all be COVID related yeah maybe as judges we should put this in as a suggestion yeah. we've got write it down of, yeah write it down write it down about who who judges the applications and can we um, get resilience back in there? Write it down, Laura. Right, it's written yeah. down and it's ready to go. Very good, very good. So we turned seven last week, which was fucking amazing. Woo! We even got pizza delivered on our birthday by Revolution Bars because this lady, I can't remember her name. Because we're just so famous. Because we're just so famous, yeah. There's a lady on LinkedIn from Revolution who put out a competition saying, if you want pizza delivered to your office, then you need to comment and like this post. Obviously, all our team jumped all over it. And then she rang saying, we're going to come and deliver some pizzas, which was Woo. dead nice. So they brought four pizzas round. And one was gluten and dairy-free. One was gluten and dairy-free because we made Tom ring back up and, and be very specific about that. I've rewritten my um, web. I've asked people to rewrite the website bios. We need to do yours. I know. Um, and I've rewritten mine. At the bottom it says if you want to, if you want to send in um, treats, they need to they be. need to be gluten and dairy free. Because yeah. I've, I've had, I'm sick to the back teeth of people being so kind and sending us things that I cannot eat. Yeah, yeah. It it's really an absolute sad. travesty, isn't it? It is a travesty. Yeah, and I've given up dairy recently to try and uh, oh, so stop you'll my be migraines. As well. So I'll be impacted as well. So I can get on that train now. Right, and be like, you get hey, it on your bio as well. Yeah, I'll we'll get put it on, it on everyone. Bio. Yeah, I did tell Vicky I can't do the bio in the deadline. I have told her. I've owned it. I said it's going to be next week. Okay. Well, that's, that's better fun. than just not doing it. Absolutely. I responded. I gave a new deadline. There was no way I could get it done for the day after bank holiday weekend. Definitely not. What does it mean to be seven? What does it mean to be seven? We are nearly halfway between five and ten. Yeah, that's factual. Yeah. To be seven. I don't know. I can't believe it's two years after half a decade. No, I know. We've got... There's a couple of things here. So according to, I mean, so when I do research on Google, it's going to be on page one. It's going to be quite close to the top because right. research isn't something that I enjoy doing. But I just wanted to give you a couple of stats. Now, I don't know if it's true or not, but I, I like it. But it's on Google. So but it's on Google. So, you know, it's more than I would know. According to data from Startup Genome, um, the, failure, <laughs> the failure rate for startups in the UK is around 60%. Wow. Which is similar to the global average. So I don't know why they would lie about this. But basically, it means that 60% of firms, companies, whatever you want to call them, fail when they, when they try at conception, which is, which is shit. So and I guess, you know, for us surviving and it's thriving. Not we've, we've not just we've survived starting up. We've survived Brexit COVID. and the global pandemic. Yeah. And the cost of living crisis and the energy issues. And me going on maternity leave. You going on maternity leave. A tribunal. A tribunal, which I can't say. Cyber attacks. Um, <laughs> cyber attacks. You know, a chunk of our team leaving, which was massively devastating. And these are all milestones. As much as like they might not be mega milestones because we don't love them. Mini but milestones. They, but they're, yeah, they're mini milestones that hurt us a lot of the time. But... You've got to look back at the shit as well as the good stuff because then it's that's where you learn, isn't it? That's where you're like the uncomfortable. It's when growth. the magic happens. Yeah, outside your comfort zone. Yeah, oh, and sometimes you aren't in control of whether you end up outside your comfort zone. No, you should push yourself out shock. there. And sometimes you just end up. You just wake up one day you're like, oh, this is Great. where we are today. Yes, this is what we have to deal with today. And then I also found some other information, Laura. Okay. Uh, less than a third of UK small businesses are owned by women. Wow. Less than a third. Did you also know that over 90% of recruitment businesses are owned by men? No, but I'm going to write that on for the schedule. 90% of rec biz 
are owned by men. Males. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yes, interesting. So, I mean, that is, you know, if this, this stats, and this is why last week we were talking about that shit, it's better, yeah. but less than a third. I don't know what that means, though. So I don't know. I mean, so is, it's it, like less is it an eighth? Less than 30%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what's less business. than 30%? It could be 10%, which would be really shit. It could shit. be 2%. Yeah. Oh. It won't be. No, it won't be because it's got to be close, hasn't it? Otherwise, they'd have put like a fifth of small businesses are owned by women. But I were empowering... Yeah, so it'll be between 20 and 30% then. Yeah. Oh, no, 25 and 30 because then it will be a quarter. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. my God, look at us. <laughs> Working Figuring out, shit out. Yeah. But it says here on the same quote by I don't know who, <laughs> it doesn't, this, do you know, I got done for plagiarism in uni because and I failed to reference and properly. And she's not learned from and that mistake. And I haven't learned because screw you, the lady who capped me at 40% because I didn't put quotation marks on a quote. You're a bitch. And you should not be doing what you're doing. You should be helping. It was the... really mean. I asked her to reference. She was like, I need to check the textbook. And I had quite, probably had severe like ADHD at the time, which I still do. But now I understand And we it. also think but that no you one might gave have a crap. <laughs> yeah, I probably have dyslexia as well. So actually, I think we should write her a letter. Do you know what? Because I got a 2 2. And actually, because I said, what would you have uh, given me for this? And it was like 82% oh, or something, which, which is about pop culture in, a, in my uh, media degree. But she capped me at 40% for play which I just think and it was a Spice Girls quote um, that I'd got off Google literally I was I didn't say this is my quote this is because it's a Spice Girls really quite popular quote you know it's like me saying I coined the term girl power I wouldn't write that in an essay no. anyway so you know I'll probably get done for plagiarism again but less than a third of UK small businesses are owned by women according to the new oh we know simply business data right okay. who are our Empowering Women in Business Initiative, which launches on International Women's Day, launched, um, looks to help female entrepreneurs overcome the challenges they face in business. So what challenges do female entrepreneurs face in comparison to male entrepreneurs? Well, the fact that we don't ever say male entrepreneurs, I think is the first one that the female <laughs> entrepreneurs... So, so clearly this is the issue because they are um, labelled by their genitals. <laughs> Great, which, which is shit. Someone, someone <laughs> put a picture of a, a fire safety thing yesterday on LinkedIn and it looks like a vulva. <laughs> and I don't know why. It's got nothing to do with what I'm saying, but because I've said genitals, that, that is where my brain gone. went. Yeah. Okay. But I do think it's harder, and I think it's harder because of the stigma that's attached I to hate it. This. Our empowering women in business initiative. Oh, I know, I know. Simply business. Feck off, for God's yeah. sake! It's absolutely gross. We want to vomit. Stop this. discriminating against us. Yeah, but it's, it's more like I get it. But you can pitch, you can you can pitch this in an entirely different way. You know, this is an issue that less than a third of UK small businesses are owned by women. Why? So this is what we're trying that's to the, do that's about the first it. Challenge. Yeah. Why? What's going on, girls? Why are you not launching businesses? But yeah, well, probably because you get called hysterical, bossy, nuts, bitchy. crazy, Well, yeah, so bitchy. if you're assertive, you're bossy. Yeah. Um, if you stand up for yourself, you're a bitch. Yeah. Um, if you get emotional, you're His dramatic, yeah. hysterical, you're crazy, you're unhinged. Yeah. If you stand up for something, um, you're hard-faced. That's what I've been called, hard-faced. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I'm taking all these as compliments. Though. Oh my god, 100 percent Yeah. Because you know, we don't we don't really speak to men in this way. Um, I do feel like 
I do feel, and, I, and it's really hard, isn't it? Because we aren't male and female. And so we never really know what it's like to live as male as females. And so it's difficult because sometimes I do feel like you probably won't speak to me like this. You probably wouldn't look like you're going to devour me if I was a male. Um, which I do believe is true, but obviously I can't. Some men, I mean, I do ask Tom this. And I said, Tom, do you let anyone ever look at you like they're literally going to eat you? And he's like, no. And I was like, do you ever feel like you need to put your car keys in between your fingers because someone might attack you on the way home? He's like, no. He literally doesn't give a shit. He just goes through life nice and chilled. In um, Cornwall, I went for a run. And I wore my bright orange T-shirt, and it was like in the evening, and it was there was hardly any cars. And then all of a sudden, it got really, really foggy. Like I could barely see oh, no. front. I could see car lights, so I had to. I was running on the other side of the road, so I could I could see what was coming. So I'm like, don't hit me, don't hit me, don't hit me. I've got my brightest top on. And then I was like, and Pete was like, oh my god, I wouldn't have never thought that. I'm like, well, it's probably because I would. I feel I feel vulnerable anyway. Running at six thirty. Um, of an evening on what roads where there are no people, I feel vulnerable anyway, um, and so uh, that is an additional thing for me to think yeah, about. Like, oh absolutely. my god, I never thought about it like that because well, he would, would not even think twice about being out on his own. The fog would have bothered him. He wouldn't be thinking he's going to get got or run over. Yeah, but it's like when when we've ever been up river and you've timed it wrong and you're like, we're going to get up because we we can, we used to like train up river when we were doing like three peaks and stuff and we'd be like, right, let's go after work. Then we get tied up at work and then we get up to the top and it'd be all right and then all of a sudden the dark descends and you're like Fuck. and you just assume that men are in the bushes waiting for you which is awful Stupid. it's awful yeah, they're never in the bushes they're never in the bushes time. no and when you actually watch these programs like listen it's probably going to be someone you know that's going to murder you um and it's going to be in your house <laughs> and i'm like right great let's go riving <laughs> let's go riving but it's the it's the fear of the unknown isn't it and then you oh. can apply this type of shit so what we're talking about the vulnerability fear of the unknown stereotyping prejudice we apply this to business and this is the answer as to why there's not as many women this who has are brought owning. me very nice so on to the program I want to talk to you about called Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. Can't okay, remember darling. what channel it's on, but um, sounds the reason, awful. The reason why I thought you might like it is because Carmen Luna oh is the lead character. God. So it's not. It sounds like a reality TV show, but it's not. Okay, it's just a making remake of an old program, right? And you might like it, you might not, but it's where people go to live out their fantasies, and she makes the fantasies happen. So one woman just wants it to be Christmas all the time, so she her fantasy is to be in a Christmas film, um, or like um, one guy has just had a shit life, and he said, "I just want to switch it off for a bit," so she he goes to sleep for years, um, and it's just weird things like that. Is it cheesy or is it all right? Probably some of it is cheesy, but yeah. I quite like it. And yeah, yeah. one of the episodes, um, this couple who are like adrenaline junkies come on and they want a fantasy. They're like, we've, we've done everything. And she's like, right, I'll give you um, a good a good experience. And um, she switches them. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, she switches them into each other's bodies. Um, and it's so f- it's so funny and really interesting, and it really resonated with me. And and Pete is like, God, I never. And again, it go- links in with the vulnerability of me going for a run. Um, it links in because she was like, Oh my God, I just feel so angry all the time. What is the man? Like, why? Do, yeah, why do I feel so angry? And and then he was like, I just feel like I need to cry, and I don't know why. And he's like, I feel really vulnerable. He's like, Oh my God, do you feel like this all the time? She's, and she's like, Yeah. And she, oh, she's yeah. like, I just want to hit that man over there. She's like, oh, my God, I've never... Why am I so aggressive? And it's mm. little things like that yeah, that yeah. make you think, 
Oh, it does make you think about the other side, um, and that yeah, that he in her body he felt objectified by men, um, and he felt um, vulnerable and emotional. But what did he feel like apart from anger? Because Pete and Tom aren't angry at all. What else did he feel? Surely they've given more than that. No, they men... did. They did. Like, he is an inability to be emotional. Like okay. Not being able to yeah, feel she's like, like restricted. It something. She's like, what is this pain in my chest? And then she's like, oh, my God, it's fear. I okay. feel like, fear to like, be he's vulnerable. He's like, I am scared every day that I might lose you. I might scare, I'm scared that something could happen to you. Um, and, he's, and it's like this tight knot of pain in, in his chest. So she's like, what is this? You need to go to the doctor. She's like, have you got a heart problem? And then she realizes, she's like, it's fear. Because she's like, I felt it. Mm, um, interesting. What channel is this on? I can't remember. Let me have a quick Well, why Google. can't you remember? I don't know, because it just comes up If you don't give sky. me all the information, I just won't watch it. Fantasy and then it'll just Island. get lost in the ether. Uh, TV show. Carmen Luna. Well, she's not really called Carmen Luna, though, is she? No. <laughs> she's not called Marisol either. I can't remember what she's called. <gasps> yes. I don't oh, I don't know. know. I'll have to get you this information. And okay. if you want the information from me, you're going to have to message me on LinkedIn. She's yes. called Rosalind Sanchez. Rosalind Sanchez. Carmen Luna. where you can watch. She was Carmen Luna in Devious Maids. Yes, she was. So that's that's where the name comes from. It we says it's on Now TV. Have you got that? Oh, no, babe. Babe, you're um, the person with all the channels. We can't get our TV on. Oh, we have to come around to my house. Literally, Billy it. just screams at me in the morning now because the TV won't come on. <laughs> Because um, Daddy has got her into TV. I think screens are the devil, but her father doesn't. So yeah. Oh, hang on. Prime Video. Okay. I think. Prime Video. Yeah. Hopefully Amazon won't charge me for it. So I know it's not really linked to milestones, but it's that's maybe why women aren't launching businesses. Yeah. Vulnerability, lack yeah. of confidence, imposter syndrome. Yeah. There's there's that good old stereotype and the glass ceiling. You are definitely held back in in different ways, and I'm not. We're not. We're not. We love men, not all of them. Um, but you know, I do feel like we. What, what we say is never about being against men, but as women, obviously, we're gonna we're gonna campaign and be advocates for women to obviously do more, um, and especially with this talk that we did last week. Um, which was amazing, and we'll probably talk more about it in another episode because we can tie it in with stuff. But it is about kind of inspiring women to do it because we totally get that you are shackled by the stereotype, and it's because we do, we have lived in this patriarchy, and because most businesses are owned by men, it is that throwing like a girl, running like a girl, running a business like a man, and it's. And then when you think of like the period adverts, it's like, do it like a dude. It's not about, we're, we're trying to be men and therefore women who don't want to be men, they're not, they're not going to act like men and therefore maybe they think that they can't, they can't be business owners. And I do, so... I do think people are really surprised um, when we um, are assertive because what I think people don't always know about me and Emily is that we might be happy and positive and silly on social media but we have a core of steel mm. and we don't take no shit off of nobody yeah. we will stand up for ourselves and other people we are assertive af resilient determined um competitive people yeah and when men think that usually men 
think they can push us around in business and we then they realise they can't and we're called hard-faced and tough. Yeah. Whereas a man wouldn't be called that. He would just be a good businessman. Yeah, he would. And I do think, and we haven't always been like this. Our dad, our dad and our mum, I mean, our mum, our mum was pretty tough, wasn't she? I, I would say. And I'd say dad was probably more emotional, but but, but he, he didn't live at home with us, so we, we were raised by mum. But mum was very much like, you know, you walk away from bullies, like that kind of thing, which is, which is amazing advice, but I don't think it probably served me and Loz because it meant that we didn't face the fear mm. that we had. But I totally understand why why she said that, and I absolutely get it. But I think, so we did walk away, and we did we did get bullied in school. I think we were a lot quieter and, and very quite reserved, really. And I don't know why. I don't know where, where this came from. And then we both had these kind of revelationary experiences that changed us. Mine was at college, and um, and it was I was being bullied by this girl, and one day I just snapped, and it, I think I ended up headbutting her or something, and got suspended. But I tell you what, I don't regret it for a second because it changed me mm. internally. Mine everything was I was like, I'm not taking any shit anymore, and I really, I really came out of myself. I'm like, what, the, what am I doing here? Why am I just getting shit off people? And it was because I never stood up for myself. And it's only from being 17 that I stood up for myself. All that time before that, I didn't at all. Same, it was pivotal for me in college because I almost could create a new identity and not be this person at school that was bullied. I was just this new person at college. I had new friends. Um, It was totally different. And yeah, I stood up for myself a lot. I'm like, oh, right, okay. Yeah. This is really empowering. I can do that. And we're quite passionate when it comes to stuff like that. But I suppose in business as well, like... Well, you need that, don't you? Because shit's really hard. And if you don't have that other side of it, and I do feel like, I feel like everyone has that. You know, like that um, that film, Inside Out, and it's like the cartoon about all the different emotions. Everyone does have access to all the different emotions. Yeah. But some of them are obviously... More you dominant. Don't, yeah, some of them are more dominant. And some of them are like trapped inside you because you, like what you were talking about with that guy, the girl in the guy's body, and, it, and it's, it's trapped. And I feel like maybe women not going into business because they need that dominance and that kind of the testosterone and the, and the stuff that's going to make them do shit but that's been probably forced down because they've, they've been the sort of passive meek mild version of themselves but actually we all have fire we all have passion and I think if you know maybe you you want a, 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 mic, um, a mild and meek life and that is that is absolutely your prerogative but it's the people who want more in the way in the shape of owning a business or whatever it is or getting to the top whatever but feel like they can't access those kind of emotions and that's that's where we find we get really passionate because you have got it and it's it's bringing that shit to life isn't it and going out there and doing it it, statistically women don't apply for jobs if they don't have all the skills that are required where a guy will be like "Mm, i could probably do that i've got a couple of things and they'll go for it yeah and asking for pay rises um, and asking for money and, and asking for promotions, women will be more passive um, and, and men will be more aggressive when it comes to pursuing what they want. Yeah. And that is not a stereotype, or my opinion. That is statistic, that's yeah, statistical yeah. facts and data. And I don't know why. No, we become caveman times. The guys, the hunter gathers, they go out and get stuff, and the women are the nurturers. They're looking but they after weren't the back cave. then. They weren't back then. Everyone had the. It's, it's more when it's like the industrial revolution, isn't it? I think when you actually look at like caveman times, everyone was kind of doing the same shit. Women were out there with fucking spears. And so, like, Sarah Pascoe's book's amazing about that animal. And it tells you actually, like, she's done her research into it, and she's like, it wasn't back then, it, it was almost equal. 
But then where does it come from? Because when all the men went to war, all the women had to step into these jobs. So where, where does it come from? Why are we passive now when we weren't in the past? Don't know. Don't know. But it's nothing to do with milestones. No, it's not. But if you did face up to this, and you could be celebrating some amazing milestones as women in business, and it wouldn't just be less than a third. Mm. Yeah, come on, girls. Come on, girls. But yeah, we are celebrating everything. Last week was amazing. We went out for a lovely meal with the team. They spoiled us rotten. And, um, and we had cake on our birthday. And it was just an amazing seventh birthday anniversary celebration day. And it absolutely meant the world to us, didn't it? Oh, yeah, it really did. It really did. And you should, like, someone put a post out on LinkedIn saying, oh, the other day with our business turned whatever it was. And I'm like, come on, make more of a force. Be proud. Like, it, you celebrate our personal birthdays and your business birthday is such a milestone. It's another year you have existed and survived and achieved in business against all the odds, especially over the last three years. Oh, my God, because how hard is it? Shit so hard. It hard. never stops. Never, constant, ever stops. It's intense. There's never nothing to worry about or deal with or fight, combat, overcome. It's it's a constant thing and it's so, so hard. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably why 60% of startups fail <laughs> because it's well hard. And you don't realise how hard it is until you're in the thick of it. Yeah, so um, you get to those yeah. milestones, celebrate them, shout them from the rooftops and be proud as fuck. Yeah, definitely. And other things that you should be celebrating are when you've hit a certain amount of profit, turnover, like the numbers in your business like really really celebrate whether you've got that growth yeah team size like where are you now compared to where you were five years ago and even if your team is smaller but it's absolutely banging that is still a milestone or like the tough times that we were saying before like look back at the shit that you've achieved in the hard times they're your milestones like it is all about just celebrating how how far you've come and and how you did it and and don't yeah don't be don't be a shrinking violet about it. Get out there and show people who the hell you are because I tell you what, all this sort of stuff for us is still PR. It still gets people to know us. Like, all right, they've been around for seven years. Maybe they know what they're talking about. Absolutely. They've, they've maybe they know a thing or two. They've survived a... They've got their recruitment business through a global pandemic when no one was hiring. So maybe we have we our recruitment talk, badge. Maybe we should talk to them. But also celebrate the milestones of your team, their birthdays within the business. And, and, and I mean their actual birthdays, but also their the work anniversaries. Yeah. And, you know, how long they might have been in, the, in their new promoted job and... Uh, and, and just all of their achievements, we celebrate everything and, and we think you should too. Yeah, definitely. Right, well, we have to go and get on with our day jobs now, don't we? We do, yes. And I really need to remember to write these up today because right. I don't have a lot of time today. No, no, we don't. No, no, Filming no, our new no. MTV Cribs video. Yeah, which is going to be good, but yeah, really, really wish I could just like concentrate on sales in all honesty. Mm. Not in a bad way. It's just time, isn't Next it? Week, but the PA is coming soon, so we will have more miles time. more time back, which is going to be amazing. Right. Thanks Peace for listening. Out. Guys. Please follow us. Love you. See you later. Thanks for listening to a fresh perspective on business podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to us and don't forget to follow us and leave us a five-star rating or review. You can also find us on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. God, we are everywhere. And our website address is www.fp-resourcing.co.uk. And that's a wrap. Bye. Bye.